What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Asia. And I'm Karay. And you are now listening to Vibes and Vinyl. Well, welcome back, guys, to Vibes and Vinyl. Hey, y'all. What's up? We missed y'all this week. How are y'all doing out there? You know, it's Thanksgiving week, so everybody about to get all nice and full. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. We ready for that. Um, So... We want to go ahead and start off with our Black Business of the Week. And we want to shout out A-Bod Apparel. Um, this company was actually sent to us by one of our um, our friends of the show. I friend of the show. One of our, hey, girl. <laughs> you so stupid. Um, one of our Vibe Tribe members, she went ahead and sent us this A-Bod Apparel. And it's like some activewear and loungewear, um, all created by our beautiful Black people. So go ahead and follow A.Bod, right? Yeah, apparel um, on IG and make sure you check them out. Period. You know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to get that body back um, after their New Year's resolution. When everybody goes to the gym, you know, they start off all all good in in January. Down and trickling to the low. And I'm going to be starting with y'all in February. (laughs) I'm going to, when I drop my load off, I'm going to be right there at the A-Bod with y'all. And you know what? I'm going to try again to... Um, wine is hard. Like I, 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 I'm just saying. Like I like it. Look how cute it looks. Nice and refreshing. This is real cute. So you know, I'm gonna try like in January to let this wine go because I'm just this. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I gotta slim down. I can't shake it. Do that. Off. Yeah, I gotta shake yeah. it off. Exactly. So I'm gonna go ahead and check out Abod Apparel <laughs> and give me some fits. For my little, you know, new body, new summer body. Period. Yeah, so exactly. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into that bad vibe. Of bad the vibe. Well, for the bad vibe, um, I wanted to talk about the Grammy nominations. So there are a lot of celebrities who are complaining on Instagram about being like, you know, pretty much snubbed. Every year they do that. Every year they do this. Um, a few of the people we have, little baby, um, he made a statement about that. Um, Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor definitely wasn't too thrilled about not being nominated. Yeah, um, with Justin Bieber, he was nominated, but he his issue was that he was nominated for the pop category and not the R&B category. Right. And I feel like they were doing that because, you know, he Caucasian. Right. He's our Caucasian friend. And they don't want to give him R&B. They want to give pop with Do him. they ever give Beyonce and Rihanna R&B? <laughs> I mean, uh, I pop? Know. Or do they give them R&B every time as well? I mean, I'm, I'm really, truly asking because I don't, I don't know. know. I don't what, think Beyonce do ever won no best pop album. But, I mean, hey. She maybe, don't. It don't no. sound right. Even though she did make pop music as well as Rihanna. Rihanna, first of all, ain't She's never really. Pop. She really ain't never made no yeah. R&B until, um, you know, her last album. Um, yeah, she gives pop to me. Yeah, everything was real pop, but you see how don't they, do they always nominate them for like R and B, right? And they doing yeah. that with him, they and I feel like, him. come on, people, come on, like he can, he he our Caucasian friend, but he can give R and B. Oh, Justin had a good <laughs> album back when I was in college. It was like I don't remember the name of it, but it was this white album with some purple like symbols and stuff like that. That mm, was an R and B album. Really? Oh, that was a good little album. Oh, and yeah, and I believe it. It's just I don't think his record label at that time had even wanted to release it as that, so he gave it out as like free. So every week, mm. it was like every Friday, he had a new song, which was from that R and B album. They really? Like, yeah. And they still hating people. 
And um, he was just like, he made a statement like, you know what? I don't want to be ungrateful or come off ungrateful for my nomination. But y'all, he was just like, I worked on a, a R&B album. Like, right. I really, this was not me doing pop in the studio. In my mind, I'm doing R&B. I wanted to, you know, be... You know, I wanted to be recognized for R&B, and that was his issue. Who else is on there? Um, I'm trying to think. Who the else City got... Girls had a good year, and they were nominated. Yeah, you know, those are my good I mean, sisters. But what what you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? You feel like these people deserve to get this nomination, or like, what what do you think? I feel like I do. You know, like I'm not a whole, like I'm not in the whole hip hop. Like I'm more I listen to R and B, but I know Lil Baby had a good year. Yeah, he he really did have a good even year. Even out even though I'm not like all on him like that, I know he had a good year. Right. He could've he should have been nominated from where I'm first of sitting. All, <laughs> I mean, I I'm not saying I'm the most like you know in trendy the, yeah, person. Yeah. But the the R and B albums that I saw nominated, I've never heard of these people in my life. Besides Doja Cat, was she Yeah, I like my good sis Doja. And I don't feel like she should have won. If anything, who should have been in that category was uh Janae Aiko. She should have won. Mm-hmm. Um Summer Walker, like those type of people, but I swear to God, like those people who were in the R and B category. Yeah. About four of the five of them, if it was five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who they were. And I didn't even look at the complete list, but I'm sure if I was to look at it, I wouldn't know who they were either. My take on that is, is that they're culturally clueless. You know, it's <laughs> like we know what be going on in the culture, but the people on the the, the board of the committee, they yeah, don't know. Make decisions about an R and B or rap album <laughs> and who was the best when you know you ain't listened to it. Then like I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. see what. Um, the qualifications of the best album are like I mean I guess they're going based on streaming numbers I, I don't really I don't listen know. to something uh, today and they were like we go off of like it was a particular word that they were like that they go off of but the people that I just named they have whatever that word that they looking for on the committee they have that right they have like the low the influential aspect of them they have the the song that you know, you kept hearing on the radio. They have right. all that, but they not know where to be found when you when you mention it in the nominees. Well, my opinion on this whole situation is that, yeah, of course, they don't understand who needs to be nominated. They don't understand, like, our culture in itself. So, really, for them to be making these decisions and thinking that, you know, they know what's going on. And for y'all to feel so strongly about the <laughs> fact that, oh, my God, the Grammy snubbed me. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Like, every year y'all whining about being snubbed, but y'all not even going to the BET Awards. <laughs> and y'all sitting up here, like, playing it every year. Like, oh, BET Ratchet. Oh, yeah, this and that. And not wanting to show up Rihanna. They be okay. almost acting like they uh, embarrassed. I, and I love to Miss Beyonce. You know, I love Beyonce. But our good sis don't but be going. she don't be going like that. <laughs> I feel like Beyonce, she know when she about to go. And, and she be like, oh, May is going to be there. Yeah, you can sign me up. I'm going to sit right there. Or it'd she be like, that, it'll you know, be like... Beyond, you know, like oh, people coming up with Beyonce, da da da. But it'd be like when you be like, oh, she coming this year, but she be on the screen. Yeah, she yeah, be virtually she, there. Okay, I gotta take up, you know. Right oh God, here she, she goes. She was on tour. Yeah, the last she time do, she, she was be on like, screen, I'm but on she still, movie, I'm on tour. She do, hey, she be all working that. out here. She be working out here. But I feel like the times, <laughs> like when it's all slow and stuff, like the next, the upcoming BET Awards, you need to be there. I know. Y'all all need to be there. Y'all need to, Why not be there? Y'all need to support the award show. It ain't... 
we could keep saying this over and over, but it's true. Like y'all need to support the BET Awards the same way you supporting the Grammys and the VMA Awards. Like we yeah, we are making this music. We making like um, the status, the high quality of music that everybody is listening to. But then we don't even go to our own award shows. And really, all all of our artists are the hit makers. All of them, yeah. And I feel like, you know, when they coming up, they're like, okay, I'll go to the BET Awards. But then mm-hmm. when they get to a particular level, it's almost like frowned mm-hmm. upon. Like, oh, I'm, I'm at this I'm level, I'm not going. And if I go, Drake, that means Drake. I'm not. Yeah, like they feel like, oh, if I reach here and I go, I'm bringing my career down. Like, Which is sad. You come need on to bring now. Up. You need like, to, you know, bring this award show up. You need to continue to go. You need to tell your your other friends of high status that they need to go and stop expecting so much from the Grammys and the VMAs. Who don't even listen? Who don't even listen, listen to y'all music? So, you and know, this is why y'all thing. not getting nominated correctly because mm-hmm. they're not listening all mm-hmm. year. They're listening to their radio stations and this and that and the third, and they want to come to a round table and be like, you know what? I think that this person should be nominated. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then there'd be people that be off. Rap album because it was played on the the diverse station. So, uh, okay, <laughs> well, look, that's why y'all need to be going and and, and, and y'all can go to the MTV Awards right. and all this go, stuff. But, but come on out, don't be like making our BET Awards show feel like you know it's like the trailer park. Yeah, that's pretty much what y'all do. Like uh, y'all do make it seem like it's the trailer park. It's trash. It's not just the artists. <laughs> it's y'all too. It's y'all viewers. I'm sorry. Like y'all could laugh and play me or. Do whatever y'all do on Twitter. Like every time BET come around, I ain't watching that. I ain't watching that. Yeah, um, like. Mm. But y'all talking about Black Power so much, I'm like confused because what you mean you're not watching it, but you watching the VMAs and, and the black people that are gonna give you the BET award, they're not gonna be culturally clueless. Those are gonna be people who are part of our culture. They're black. They're, you know, Hispanic. They're da 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 da. They're people of color. You have a greater opportunity of winning and being nominated correctly if we were to support the Your black culture. entertainment this is people who listen to television you, so network. This is our culture telling yeah. us that you know of our culture, of what we understand of our culture. You are oh, you doing big things? Respect that, right? You know, and appreciate that more so a Grammy just because white people gave it to you. And I don't know when that became uncool because when we were in middle school, BET Awards was cool. You know, maybe even a little bit in high school. So, I don't know. All of a sudden, it became, like, very unpopular to go there if you had a particular caliber or even watch it. People are like, I ain't watching that. Right. It's almost like the Hip Hop Awards, you know? Mm -hmm. It's come down to, like, the level of the Hip Hop Awards because, you know, people barely watch that. But I also feel like our artists that we really respected back then, um, when they were a little earlier in their career... They were going. So, yeah, yeah it, was they were cool. going. it was cool for us to watch it because, oh, Drake performing. Oh, Lil Wayne performing. Um, you know, Beyonce, Rihanna never really so much came. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I'm I saying? That was the reason why it was like, it's cool to watch because you were looking at these stars who taking over the charts in every genre. And they were you know? coming. Yeah. Yeah, they were coming. So. So yeah, we need the big stars team. to start going again. We that do. way we can start making it cool again. Because big stars, if y'all stop going and y'all keep not going, we're not gonna. People not gonna be watching. People right. not gonna go. They looking for y'all. Like, oh, if Drake go, then we watching. Beyonce show, Rihanna. You know, now that the city girls are making a, like a climb. Like if they keep coming, like you know, they got a little bit more to go until they like at that status. But you know what I mean? Like people that we revere as like real cool in the culture. Like if y'all go, then. 
people yeah. will be watching. People but even though, going. aside from them, like us as people, we need to sit here and support that and stop trying to make it lame to watch the BT Awards or whoever goes to the BT Awards is lame. You know, we make the culture. We make what's hot. It's up to us really to say, like, I mean, in my opinion, yeah, it's up it to is. black people to be like, oh, this is this is pretty dope or whatever. Like other people going to be like, oh, they think that's dope. Then it is. Yeah. So. I think it's on it's on us too um, as the viewers to sort of take that in. Yeah, pump it up a little bit. I think just to end the point there, I think that um, we made the culture number one. Everybody knows that we all know that, and we need to make our program and our station um, important again and make it, you know, a cool thing. You know, make it a vibe again. You know what I mean? Because we have. You know, we have we've done that. We've we've made it uncool. We have made it where we don't support. We've done that, and the celebrities have done it too. So I think, come on, y'all, like pick it, pick pick right. it back up. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> because the Grammys is not giving y'all y'all just do. So stop mm-hmm. crying about that, and let's just support each other. Exactly, I agree yeah. on that. And so. that's just that on that. <laughs> it very much is. Um, so, kind of get into our main topic. This is something I wanted to talk about because for a very long time, just because of my experiences in the corporate world as a um, as a black woman, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been crazy. You know what I'm saying? And um, right now, I've kind of been laid off from work for who has been a little minute now. And you know, with the coronavirus and everything going on, it's been kind of hard to go back to work. But I've sort of been thinking about when I do go back to work, the type of environment that I would even like to work in. And so I wanted to talk about working in a black environment versus working in a white environment as a black woman. So, you know, I'm very familiar with the the aspect of working with white people. Mm. So I, I worked with them and um, boy, they yeah. test your patience. They do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's just a lot that goes into it to where it's like crazy. I have so many stories, but just to start, the very first day that I got hired at this company, this woman, I'm going to say girl mm-hmm. because she was younger than me. It is what it is. Okay. This girl, um, she actually told me, oh, you know, we're not like that. Um, you can just to let you know, you can wear your hair any kind of way that you want. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm like, what makes you like okay um, with saying this sort of thing? Like, what makes what opened the floor for that? Because I didn't say anything about hair. Mm-mm. I didn't say anything about mm-hmm. like skin color. Nothing like that. And that was a lot of the things that I've experienced being in a um, a white office. They felt like the things that they would say would be opening the floor for topics of discussion about race and. Um, just uh, social like your social status and things like that it was always like them you know as much as they'll try to say that a black person is trying to play the race card it's crazy to me because I feel like they was playing the race card with me like yeah, by I'm bringing not, it up first. yeah you you constantly bringing it up for me that's something that I would I'm not even trying to talk about it is what it is like I'm not concerned with your color like I'm here it is what it is but the way that that conversation of race came up so much and like the the things that i've experienced the disrespect the um just disregard for my ideas and um not trying to make me just trying to make me feel like i wasn't educated enough or it would be the smallest things Mm -hmm. it would literally be the smallest things and it's just like 
you know, I, I really don't know if I would like to work in an environment like that again, or if I did, then I feel like I'm not gonna be that black person anymore that mm. holds back. And you should be. You I mean, feel mm-hmm. like you have to, though. You do, and I, I've I've um, experienced that within working in education and being a teacher. I've worked in the school system for hmm, seven years now, and I've done the black schools, I've done the white schools, and there is an extreme difference. And I don't know which one is worse at this <laughs> point because it's a little bit different in each one, different yeah. problems you have to face. But I know that. So tell me a little bit about the black schools then. Well, with the black schools, I think that if I had to really, you know, give it like a a stamp like the black school for me i had a better overall i had a better overall experience mm-hmm. uh because only thing i had to deal with with that would have been like competition mm-hmm. like people trying to yeah. compete i think with black people we try to like what's the one phrase that you, um it's a, a crab in a bucket mentality yeah, crabs in a barrel yeah like mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you showing that you a good teacher, you're climbing or you're, you know, getting more recognition for chess scores or da-da-da, like, I'm going to get ready to start competing with you or acting shysty right. to you or trying to have an attitude with you. You know, competition, like, right. all that. And I, I think as a, as a people, culture, whatever, we need to do better with that. It's not just one spot. You know, we have different spots that we can fill. Right. You can be the super dope reading teacher. I can be the super dope <laughs> math teacher. Right. You know, we have enough room. Right. To yeah, where we can be, thing where our, we can all be dope. Community to where it's like, yeah. there can only be one good black person, you know, at whatever it is. In the that, office yeah. or in the, you know, in yeah. the school. Like, it, sh- it shouldn't be like that. So, to wrap it up with the black schools, that was just like one of my main issues. But with the white schools, I feel like it was just more of a personal attack. Because mm-hmm. like you said, they're not going to listen to your ideas. They're not going to listen to they don't respect you anything that you all. say because the respect is zero. No. And to go back to that respect thing. So when I was working at this same company, I ended up having somebody I would say, I mean, I was responsible for a lot of our projects. So I was like over the projects and I would, you know, be responsible for presenting this information once it's done or whatever. And there was a white girl that worked under me. And when I mean it, it got under her skin mm-hmm. for to have to hear me tell her to do anything mm-hmm. to where I'm telling her and I'm, I'm being real professional. Like my normal attitude that I would have in real life versus what I would have at work. I keep that separate. So it was like, I'm coming to you like, hey, good morning. Um, you know, here's our, real like not me. Um, right. Um, yeah, here's our projects for the day. Um, mm-hmm. let, let's go ahead and tackle this. I mean, being real positive and she'll be. Tapping her foot. I mean, really shaking like, mm. say one more thing. Aggravated. It was just like, man, the tension for no reason. But really what I had to realize is that you don't like the fact that a black person is telling you what to do. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was eating up at her. Like, you are telling me what to do? Yeah, she couldn't handle that. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. It, it was so many experiences there. And I, it, it taught me a lot because um, I definitely see now that working in the environment with white people, you you forever going to work with a white person. So you have to learn how to deal with them. Yeah. But you got to make it be known early, which was my mistake that I didn't do. Make it be known early that you're not putting up with that crap. For me, that was one of the first jobs that I had out of college. Um, 
working in a corporate environment. So it was it was fairly new and I, I was trying to gauge like, how do I act around all these white people? You know, I went to a um, all black high school. It was just sort of like, I'm used to having nothing but black people around me constantly. So I didn't even know how to move around these white people. And my way of dealing with it was ignoring it. If they said something to me, I would act like I was the dumbest person in the world. I really would. <laughs> I really would because I feel like if I didn't, Mm-hmm. So they'll try I to know. throw shade at me, and I'll be like, mm-hmm, "Like, mm-hmm, yeah, I didn't know." Look, I know they thought I thought I was slow, but really, it was just because I don't want to go off on you. That's yeah. what it really was. I was, I'm really, I kept telling my husband, "What I really want to do <laughs> is meet them outside. Like, I want to see them outside in a personal setting so that they can talk to me like that, so I can really show them how I can get." And you know, that speaking was my of meeting a person outside, this is what I did one time. I had, I had like a, I don't want to be rude. I'm trying to place my words correctly. I had this Caucasian teacher. So she was white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she came in my room. I'm lining my, my kids up. This is fifth grade. So these are old kids. These are not little babies. Yeah. And I'm lining them up. I guess at this school that I worked at, they line up in AB, ABC order or whatever. And I'm new. I don't know that. I'm thinking, come on, line up regular. We're right. not going in no order. She come in my room. These kids, they know better. They should be in alphabetical order. You don't know that already? This is my first or second week. And I'm like, no, I didn't know that. That's not nothing that you go over in the orientation. You're going over more important things. Right. You feel me? We ain't going not over that. about lining up in alphabetical order. Yeah, and the way she came in and got red because it just burned her up that they wasn't in alphabetical order. <laughs> stuff like that used that, to make me laugh. That getting red I kind of laughed at first. You know what I mean? Like, are you for real? Like, okay, you that bent? And I'm like, oh, well, in that case, they know what to do then. I, I said just like that. Okay, they know. Well, that's what y'all do. And they got to throw it back. I did. I'm like, if these kids have been here since the kindergarten and then fifth grade, oh, they know what to do then. She was like, "Um, no, you should know what to do. Mm -hmm. And then I had, Mm -hmm. I like did like a deep breath and (laughs) and like a little laugh, like, "Hmm." Mm -hmm." (laughs) and then like I had the student look at me like, and she laughed. She did like, "Hmm." like, oh, she played you. And I I see that you mad and you, you trying to laugh it off. She's she seen See, the look on my face. Have me already getting hot because they yeah <laughs> you know, they, they egging it on to the fire like. And what I did, I I, mm, I wanted to do a little little mm-hmm. something right there, but yeah. then I'm like, dang, I'm in here. I'm the teacher. I can't do that. Like I gotta drop these kids off to PE. We lining up, da da da. But I'm gonna come back on the back end. I'm gonna check her. And what I did, you real patient. I did. I I, I laughed it off. She left or whatever. I walked them wherever they had to go. I went straight on on the email, and I'm like, let me look up the girl name. I don't know her name, but I looked it up. I found her last name, and I emailed her. And I'm like, where are you going to be at in the next hour? <laughs> um, I need to come find you. If you're going to be in the Stop. cafeteria, let me know. <laughs> if you're going to be in your room, give me the room number. I was new. I didn't know. You know they get scared, and they like to throw the word aggressive. Like, okay, well, I, I got real aggressive. I got real professionally <laughs> aggressive. So I'm like, give me your room number. Nice. 
Yeah, and, and <laughs> I didn't know what her room was. She gave it to me or whatever, and I came, and I came and I confronted her. And in these work environments, professional environments, wherever you work, if it's a Caucasian or anybody treating you bad, you need to address that. You really And do. I had you to come and address let her. Stuff go. Like, you mean, can't because they're going to keep doing it. That was a big mistake, and when I say they would do it to me all the time, I got so used to it, and I knew they thought, what is wrong with her? Because I'll be <laughs> acting like, when I say I'll be acting like, like, they'll be saying stuff to me, and I was just, I will go back to my desk and listen to Kendrick Mm. And you know Kendrick, how he be going in. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I want to direct him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he like, be going deep. He'll, he'll <laughs> be going all deep. Like these white people will, they'll get you. They'll get you. Get you to that point for real. Oh, I, I don't know. With me, I had to go in there and I had to let the record. You know, show like don't do that. You're not gonna come in my room. I might be new. I'm younger than you, clearly, because you're old. Mm, okay, hold on. Let me let me not go into that. <laughs> I had to catch myself because I was gonna get mad all over again. Don't, please don't get mad. I didn't want to. I didn't want to curse. You gotta take your energy back. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to curse, but no, in front of the viewers, we're not doing. But that. you, you're an old lady, and you're mad. I'm new, and I'm coming in. You should have came in like, oh, okay, well, she don't know. Let and me. And then it'd be worse when they old. And like she was old and bitter or you know, whatever. Like, you mm-hmm. know, older people already be feeling like, oh, you you young. Ugh. So you, you mad for real nothing. inexperienced. Yeah, but take that and, and coach it in a mm-hmm. nurturing fashion. Don't come up in there like, oh, you should know. Oh, da, da, da. I came in there, I'm like, look, okay, young, new, whatever, the black, whatever, you right. white. It don't matter. Like, do you not going to come in my room? I didn't want to act up in front of them kids. But let me tell you this. What you're not going to do is ever do that shit again. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, what did I do? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. And I had to break it down. And she acted right like there. she was stupid. She didn't know. And it was like a good 45-minute conversation. But when I walked out, long story short, it was known, like, don't play with me. I'm not here for you to play with me. See, yeah, and you got to do that. They get real, like, ooh, what did I do? <laughs> like, like, oh, the, where is this aggression, like, coming from? Because that same supervisor that I was telling you guys about that, Really, the one who was talking about hair and stuff, she she was real, like, be yelling. and I mean, very disrespectful, but I'm good at just, like, I'll just be ignoring. Yeah, you did. But I could only take so much. And at one point, she was on the phone like, you did it. And I was like, no. I said, okay, what you're not going to do is talk to me like that. And she was like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? I said, I didn't say anything rude, but what you're not going to do is talk to me like that. And I mean, it got like, why are you doing this? Why are you talking to me like this? Where is this coming from? Like, you know exactly where it's coming from, but you want to sit here and you want to act like I'm aggressive. You want to be like, I'm the one. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what they try to put on us is you can't even be mad in the workplace as a black woman because that angry black woman persona they will be very quick to put that on you. You can't be mad quick. about nothing. You have to literally suck it up. And it sucks. And yeah. all I can say to my black people, again, you always gonna have to work with white people, you know, in that huh. kind of environment. Yeah, but are. I just feel like what I learned is like, always have your own, always have your own business or some kind of income where you're in control of that. Because if you got to rely on these people, you know, to be up in their building, you always on the line with them. You always one like one step away from being fired. Termination, or, right? Yeah, it's always one step. Like I actually, um, when I had got real tired of the girl talking to me like that, I went to HR, right, and I told her, I said, um, you know, this is the situation. This is the way she's talking to me. I had notes on her and everything. <laughs> 
And the Ooh. HR lady was a Hispanic lady. And she actually told me, you know what? Sometimes as people of color, we like think that people oh. are um, acting away with us. But they're really not. It's just the fact that like because of like how we grew up, we feeling like they're doing that. She she hit you with the we. And uh-huh. she wasn't even on your team. Don't hit me with no. the we, sweetie. You're not. Like, you're not. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Mm. Thank you for that. You're so awesome. They yeah, love that yeah, word. Yeah, and goodbye and good night, and you mm-hmm. left. Like, ugh. It's just crazy, man. Just you know, I just feel like anybody going through that situation, working with white people, and our our black people too. We got to get it together. But I feel like specifically working in an environment where you're the only um, black woman in a yeah. situation. The black women have it worse than the black man. Like. They'll respect a man before they respect a woman. So you really at the bottom of the totem pole. You're like, oh, you lucky you here. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. much like that. Yeah, that I got treated that way. Yeah. So just be strong, stay in your ground and know, like, know the uh, policies and know all this diverse that they be talking because they love to throw the stuff about the diversity when it ain't really no diversity. Like, it's all some bull. But... You know, just know all that so that you can give it back to them in an educated way. Right. The main thing, yeah. like, keep your composure. If you're going to yeah. confront anybody, like, I could have went off on that lady in front of everybody. It took a lot for me not to. But um, I, I didn't want to be the angry black woman on the job. So I took that good old deep breath, had them kids laughing. And I politely approached her with no children around, her off period or whatever. I came in her room. We talked about it and went about our, our business. I said, well, you don't have to like me at all, but what you're not going to do is disrespect me exactly. in this school. Just make sure you demand And respect. if you're going to um, confront anybody at your workplace, just do it to where they don't have nothing on you. Don't do not do it like, oh, you going off on them? Do it like where when you walk away, you intellectually, you know, stated yeah, your you case. To, you and, you know, you just it. moved on. <laughs> You have to be real smart about the way you approach it. Yeah. Don't give them no ammunition. Don't give them no mm-hmm. extra fuel you to, can't. you know what I'm saying, a little they fire. Look, I knew it. There it is. Uh, there's that anger. There, there is there's it. that anger. Don't do that. <laughs> there's that anger that I knew was in there. I knew it. Oh, that was it was the new it was in there they for me. it was in there. They be trying to wait for it to come out. They do. So don't give it to them. <laughs> no. So, um, so let us know um, if you have any, you know, on the job experiences similar to what we've talked about. You know, yeah, let us know all of your experiences with, you know, working in a black office. Yeah, positive and negative. You know, we're not just trying to down our white people. That was just my personal experience. So I'm not trying to say like all white people are. This no, way. yeah, I not. love my white people, the cool ones, because I had some white aunties at that office that were real cool. Yeah, it was just you know, yeah, other ones. But, you know, let us know y'all experience. Yeah, we want to know because yeah. stuff be crazy out here. We we, we know firsthand. So, right. share crazy. with us. So, anyway. So, we'll be on to next. We, let's go ahead and the move key, on key, to the key, key, key of the week. My favorite part. <laughs> so I we'll love a good key, key. This week. Well, you just uh, enlightened me to a situation that I got ready to look at earlier. But it kind of, I don't know, I started doing something else. Yeah. But, um... Tell the people about our good sis, uh, Rolling Ray. Shut up about it, the good sis. Our good sis. Him, our yeah, good sis. our so good sis, I, Rolling not, Ray. I don't follow Rolling Ray or um, Santana. Santana. I don't follow them like that. I do. I, yeah, I don't I, even know. I love me a good Santana on, video. Were they on, was um, Rolling Ray on uh, Catfish? 
I think that's how I, he, he might have been. I, I didn't. I don't started. know how he started. I, I just seen him in the court Catholic. courtroom acting. You know, when he was in the courthouse. No. Oh my God! Please, <laughs> okay, people. No, I don't. Tell I don't her about when he was in the courthouse. The people who've seen it. That one, you would die. I'm gonna show you that one. I gotta go back and look. I'm gonna show you that one. I don't know about these people, like the Santana and all that. Santana started on loving hip hop, or like he didn't start on that, but he he started as Young Miami's makeup artist for the City Girls. He got cool with Young Miami. Then he eventually got a little clout from that, and then he I think he ended up on loving hip hop real quick, and now he do music, and he's still cool with Carisha (laughs) and JT and everything. Like they cool. Like yeah, I love Santana. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know these people all that well, but um, all I know is that I was like scrolling on the shade room, and this Roland Ray character was like going in on Ten Tenner. Mm-hmm. That's how you call him, as like, he Ten-tenor. as he says it. So that I think he's the Kiki of the week because first of all, what <laughs> accent is that? Let us know like, in the comments. Play, play the clip. Go ahead and play. The yeah, clip. let's play the clip. I think it's this: the girl gets. On live one time, and then a couple more times with JT Carisha, and think she's this it girl. You came on Love and Hip Hop with yellow teeth, looking turb, ate up, body big, built, stomach, ice pack, six pack, Heineken, her. Oh, stop playing. You walk on my door one time and forget to pick the. Stop playing with me, Santana. I'm not the one, I'm the two. Yeah. And the friends, nothing to say. Pick your life up. Where is he from with the R, putting the R at the end of everything? Who is Carisha? Carisha. Who is that? Who is Carisha? Is that JT? Y'all. JT Carisha. Is Carisha. Who is that? Young Miami. Oh, girl, I don't know their names. Like, <laughs> that's her real name, I Carisha. Didn't know, I didn't know that. So. He was just like, oh, where do you think you get off, like, trying to play me just because you friends with Carisha <laughs> and JT? Like, Young Miami and JT, yeah. Well, anyway, I, I think he deserves <laughs> to be the kiki of the week because Roland Ray is in a wheelchair, and he is, like, you can't play with him. <laughs> you can't. Ray. Okay, you can come step to Roland Ray if you want to. He's going to roll right over your toes. Don't play with Roland. Don't play, Ray. but and I love and I love Santana. I like, don't even know who Santana. I'm devastated. Is. I gotta talk bad about this because I love Santana. I don't know what that little issue is, but all he because Santana was talking about him. What Santana? I think Santana was trying to play him, like trying to act like, uh, you know, he like Santana, a city girl. He is. Well, that's why he was trying self proclaim. Like, like he, he above Roland Ray. And he might okay. He <laughs> might be he's trying to act. He might be. I mean, on a side note, <laughs> just to um, I think this is a little short, Kiki. But I, there's another Kiki that I thought we should have added. Oh yeah, yeah. Honorable, honorable mention. Y'all yes. Um, Chris Brown tricking everybody, and I really, Ugh. I really thought about paying for it. Like you I, thought about it. I, you know I love Chris. <laughs> like, people could play him all they want to, and be like, oh, Chris a crackhead. And if you oh, like Chris, you, you mm-hmm. like crackheads, but whatever. I, Chris is like, you know, he's in my heart. He has a, a special, special place. place. You, you know remember that? that time we went to this all-star oh. party? Yeah. So, <laughs> we were in college, ago. and we were at a, um, they had the all-star weekend out here. And I begged her to come with me to this Chris Brown party. Mm. And I just thought, you know, <laughs> we're we going to be here. We're going to be here. Oh, you did? And, oh, I was there. 
And he was very high and drunk and sloppy. And he had a circle around he him a, of he, people. He made these people make a circle around him. And then he was pointing girls out. And I was, I was like, pick me. Pick me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the pick me. Oh, God. Really pick me. Pick me. <laughs> Chris didn't want me. I'm not his type. You know, he like him. He wanted them more like he like Rihanna. Like, showing like he you probably had on too much too many. No, people. I feel like first of all, he wasn't more, probably naked enough. I'm more of Drake's type. Like even though what Drake like Drake likes, what Drake likes to portray is his type. Like the big booty, the thick <laughs> you know the thick girls. And I what like Chris, I'm more of what a, do Chris like? I mean, based on all his women, they all about oh, like Asian, like little. They all about skinny. Okay. They all like yeah, have some kind of. Asian oh, I didn't even think features. about that. I said I'm not Chris type. Chris don't. That's what she was thinking at night. I didn't even know these yeah, people. Oh God! But regardless, <laughs> but regardless, I you know I was laughing. The kiki of the week is the fact that everybody got duped on this OnlyFans. They did. Didn't he? Take a picture of him laying on the beach, mm-hmm. and it was like a penis. Yeah, trying to be like, oh, he me and my only like, fans. I'm about, to, I'm about to show y'all a little something. Right, so I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> right. So everybody thinking that. So I guess that's why that's the kiki because he he alluded to the fact that he was gonna be out there in the streets, but he was just showing everybody that he was recording music. No one was exactly, that. and I almost spent my money. <laughs> like I would have been real mad. Well. So we'll be waiting. Yeah, we'll be, so. <laughs> we'll be patiently right, waiting. Chris, I'm gonna see if it's worth my dollar. How $20. much is it? Twenty dollars. Oh no, sweetie, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's a little too steep for me. It's Chris. <laughs> it's Chris for you. It is. <laughs> I don't know who I would. Let me think. Tell us. Tell for? us. Tell us who y'all would pick. I don't know who I would uh, pay nineteen ninety nine for. I gotta think about that. I, it would be Chris and Kofi for me. You know, Kofi what about? from Queen Sugar. That dark skin. The one we've been talking about all week. No, I would pay twenty for Kofi. him. What's the one we've been talking about? Oh, you, she talking about the guy from Insecure, Daniel. Okay, I'll pay nineteen ninety nine for good old Daniel. Okay, if he don't have <laughs> one, then it might be a few people. Now that you, now that let's thinking about it. Let's see. Nah, I'll pay for that. I'll pay for that, people. Oh my god. Well, anyways. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode today. And, you know, I hope y'all like it. Go ahead and comment on some of the things that we mentioned. I want to know about who would y'all pay for. I want right. to know your experiences um, at, at offices. Yeah, white, black offices. Let us know how those experiences were. Um, and just, you know, like, comment, subscribe, all that. Follow. That's right. You know? All right. We'll see y'all next time. All right. We'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.